Hello, it's your host, Kat Walsh, and you're listening to another episode of Trip On This. This podcast is for mature audiences and is not suitable for young children. Trip On This is intended for entertainment purposes only, and we do not condone the use of illegal substances. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Kat, again, just with another quick announcement. As always, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. It truly means the world to me. And second, and most exciting, if you are not following me on socials and you want to see custom videos and content where I talk about my own psychedelic experiences in more detail, definitely be sure to give me a follow at tripontis underscore pod. Again, that's at tripontis underscore pod for Instagram and Twitter and backslash tripontispod for Facebook. Thank you. As always, if you are liking this show, if you like this episode, comment, subscribe, share with friends, rate it. It means so much and it is so helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to another episode of Trip on This. My next guest is actually a longtime family friend of mine. My aunt actually recently re- introduced us, put us back together because Wade is actually helping with my branding for this podcast. He's helping with my website. And through our discussions about what this podcast was about, we realized we had something in common. Hint, psychedelics. Wade, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, when you first told me about this project, I was so pumped. I was so excited. I'm like, actually, I might have a few stories you might be interested uh, in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is honestly that idea. By by me telling people about this podcast, almost half of my guests were recommended to me either by people being like, I think I have someone for you or telling like yourself, like telling them like this is what it's about. And you're like, actually, yeah. I've had a very uh, impactful experiences myself <laughs> in this realm. Exactly. Exactly. It's great. Um, so yes. thanks for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. So what are we at? Let's kick it back. Let's kick it back. When Do did it. your psychedelic journey begin? Where are you from? Oof. What is it? Give us a lay of the land. So I have an interesting background. Um, so where I'm from, um, under a rock. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was <it's, laughs> way, way back when I was born in the South, uh, the middle of Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I just turned 40, by, 41, by the way, um, but um, I was ra- born and raised in Alabama um, in sort of the northern part of Florida. Um, and, you know, growing up, I, I was I was always, you know, as, as you know, Alabama is like in the middle of the Bible Belt, in the middle of this, you know, red, red states. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I just, uh, I don't know, for some reason growing up, I always knew that there was there was something else. Like I wasn't really supposed to be there in some I never really got, you know, got it, if yes, that makes any yes, sense. Yes, yes. Um, and so, yeah, like even my mom, like growing up, she was like, gosh, you're my little, little hippie. You know, it was like, you know, all these, just, just one little Republican in this middle of like all right. these, I mean, one little liberal and all these Republicans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just always question things, you know, raised in the church and um, you know, my mother taught Sunday school and, you know, my dad was an, a radiation oncologist. So very structured, very Republican mm-hmm. um, family and, 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 and upbringing. But I was always just this little liberal that wanted to know more and, and questioned everything. That's, that's so, beautiful. I always, I'm always very impressed. Um, I grew up in a more progressive household and 
I'm from LA and <laughs> I'm sure most people listening, <laughs> I, uh, most definitely kind of fit probably the bill here, but I'm always incredibly impressed when I see people that are raised predominantly with kind of one way of thinking on, on either side. Right. And, uh, decides for themselves and chooses a different path anyway. It's impressive. And I, I agree. It just feels like, uh, when you're just there, you're, you're like, I don't know how this happened or whatnot, but you just had your own Absolutely. sense of, what you want to discover in the world and absolutely awesome. and it was like you know by the time you know by the time i graduated from high school i mean i had my sets on la because i moved to la when i was 18 which is sort of how we met a few years later but yep. um so right you know right at graduation i like was like i'm out of mm -hmm. here you know yeah <laughs> um but you know growing up in alabama you know there's not a huge um i mean they're not very open with drugs and, and, you know, drinking and it's very religious and you can't really talk about things. And, mm -hmm. and so for me, you know, it was a little different because, you know, growing up and especially in high school, when I started sort of finding pot and, you know, I, I think I didn't start drinking till I was 18 or 19. Um, I, I was more on, you know, I started smoking pot at 15, maybe here and there. And yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. Um, so, you know, being in Alabama, the group that I uh, hung out with, you know, I was very into nature and I love, you know, I drove a Volkswagen van for God's sakes, 1972 VW. Yeah. You're just plucked you know? out. You were just dropped into Alabama. You should have been in somewhere in the San Francisco area. And during the Absolutely. <laughs> and my mom was like, gosh, you should have been born in the sixties. Like I had the, the whole okay. man bun hair down to my, you know, my, my shoulders and I wore Birkenstocks and went camping all the time. So the, the people, my group of friends that I, that I grew, kind of grew up with or hung out with in high school, you know, we were all the pot smokers. We, we went camping and, you know, we just did that whole thing. You know, I, I kind of went through this sort of, sort of Beatle mania around like junior high and, you know, I got into the Beatles, you know, when they were doing the hard days nights and like help and, and sort of, I think my drug experience kind of mimicked sort of their experience with their albums. You know, it started mm -hmm. out this sort of nice 50s rock and then they got into Sgt. Peppers and the White yeah. Album. And that's sort of when I started progressing into wanting to know more about, you know, well, you know, weed's great, but hmm, maybe there's something beyond this that I want to explore. Yeah. So, I mean, I think um, the first time I tried um, a psychedelic, which was acid, actually, um, yeah. I was, um, you know, driving my Volkswagen van and um, the all, you know, I, I started, I guess I started to get into around like 16, 17, you know, music. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a classically trained pianist um, and I sing and I used to do some theater stuff and acting. And so, but, but music's always been a part of my life. So yeah. I really relate to music. Um, I don't know what I would do in my life without it. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I, I started sort of progressing into sort of the classic rock genre. So you know, more of like the Pink Floyds and like the Grateful Dead and just a lot of that classic rock style. So that was around 16, 17. And I went to my, um, I, I went to a concert, an outdoor concert and the Allman Brothers were playing. Ooh. Yeah, awesome classic rock band. And it was mm -hmm. just super cool. And I did a half a tab of acid because my friends were doing it. How old are you? Um, I was, let me think now. I think I was, I just turned 17. Okay, so, ooh. You're getting in yeah. there, Wade. Right? <laughs> getting was, right um, in in those Alabama still? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. And it was the, probably one of the best concerts I think I've ever been to. You know, it was a great experience. I only took a half. Uh, but I do remember, you know, I'm, I'm very visual because um, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a, a, a UI designer right now. I mean, I've always been sort of 
a designer at heart. And yeah. so I'm very visual and artistic. And so, you know, the lights were amazing and, and the people were awesome. I just remember people dancing and everyone, it was like, I'd close my eyes and then I'd open them. And then everybody around me with the lights and mixture, it was like, kind of like everybody were little x-rays, like, you oh, know, just bones and things. Yeah. It was really cool. Oh, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that. It, was there any, was it more of a, a cool experience? Was there any kind of like bigger takeaway? Did you continue to journey after that? Like what, uh, what did it look like after that first time? So it looked like, yeah. So, you know, I, it was, it, it was so intriguing. Well, first off, let me just say that I, I'll kind of backtrack before I did it. Um, I did a lot of research before, you know, you're 16, 17. Yeah. I don't want to just put something in my mouth or take something that I have no idea. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, so I, there was a little educational part for me. And um, I, I read, a, I read a book. Well, I read a couple of books. Timothy Leary. I'm sure, you know, everybody's uh-huh. heard yeah, of sure. Timothy Leary. Um, you know, I had a couple of good books out, but one that it, like the change of the brain, I think was one of them, but the, the one that really stood out to me was the psychedelic experience. And it was yeah. based on his, you know, the, the Tibetan book of the dead, which I've still never read, but apparently yeah. is amazing. I haven't either. Um, and it just, it just talks about not only his experiences, but also just, just sort of what to expect, you know, about broadening your, your spiritual consciousness mm-hmm. and it can open up doors that, you know, that maybe you don't want, but maybe you do. And just kind of prepare yourself for that deeper self-awareness, you know, um, in, in using these drugs. And so that really helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I just want to commend you first for even your 16, 17 year old self for having, uh, that air of responsibility around your experience. I think that is just for everyone listening and watching. I think that's just so incredibly important to, uh, do your research, make sure that you are as prepared as you could be, um, you know, and, and this is not like to obviously a recommendation for people to, to go and do it, but people are going to make their own decisions. And regardless mm-hmm. of that, it's important to do that research and to understand kind of what to expect to the best of your knowing, knowing that you're, you can't expect anything, right? Like you can't, whatever's going to actually happen is going to happen, but just feeling like you've done the work, obviously it made your experience that much more joyful because the fear wasn't there as much maybe. And I think that's just smart. Well, it really, yeah. Like you said, it it eased it a little bit. It's like, okay, well, this is kind of weird. Oh wait, I remember that's that part of that chapter. It said that this could, okay, that's cool. Okay. And then it just settles you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And for me, again, a lot of visuals, but even continuing there, you know, I I probably have done acid about, so from that time, 16, 17 to about, 21, 22, I probably did acid six, seven times, okay. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So not a lot. Just kind of dabbled like, okay, it's time. So, you know, when I moved to, to LA after high school at 18, um, you know, I remember doing it a couple of times there. And mm-hmm. um, at about 21, 22, I, I, I kind of did like a sort of a crossover into shrooms. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to be honest, I have not done acid since then. So, oh, do you know, do you, do you, have you given any thought about why? You know what? I, I have actually, um, not to get too deep and personal. I mean, I don't want this to be Dr. Phil, but, um, <laughs> but at oh, 20, better. 20 years old, um, I lost after I m- moved out to LA, my mother was in a tragic accident and, oh. um, and so she passed away when I was 20. So I had to go back to Alabama and sort of kind of take care of things and be with a family for six months. And so when I came back out, it was like 21, 22, 
I don't think I was in the right headspace to do any more of these, you know, it yeah. just wasn't in me anymore. Um, yeah. I think I did it maybe once after and it was okay. I remember being in Santa Monica, you know, and just like on the beach and just enjoying it. But I think it was kind of my, I just closed the door, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's again, but that's again, coming back to an air responsibility and knowing yourself and when you go through, and I'm so sorry, by the way, through such a trauma at a young mm -hmm. age, um, <laughs> Uh, a psychedelic could bring up that trauma, you know, and it's, it can make you can easily, you can relive that. And uh, if you're not ready to get in there, that's uh, a lot <laughs> of like ayahuasca and things like that really get to the roots of those things. But you got to be really ready to want to feel into a lot of pain again. And it makes yeah. a lot of sense that you are obviously listening to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so that yep. you didn't taint your psychedelic experiences. You used them properly, uh, and I commend you for it. Well, thank you. You know, it was, you know, a hard time at 20 and 21, you know, and, and, um, and I, there was something about shrooms that I'd never tried, I'd yeah. never done, I'd heard, I'd read. Mm -hmm. And at 21, 22, um, I was in a production of, I don't know, I don't know if you know the the musical Hair. Oh my god, I love that <laughs> musical. I've tripped on this. Come on now. If I don't, if I, know. I don't know about Hair, then I'm I'm in trouble, folks. <laughs> that was a dumb question. A really dumb question. <laughs> well, when I was in LA, I did um, I did a revival of it, and um, I played wow. Claude. You did? Yeah. Oh my god, uh, yeah, that's we, we were, awesome. It was great. Yeah, we we were um we were in a little um a little theater in in West Hollywood, and um. You know, I think we, we we ran for about three, three and a half months, got extended. It was really great. And cool. um, I really wanted to get method on it, you know, and so I. Yes. <laughs> method acting. My good. Wait, who am I thinking of? Um, uh, God, he's in There Will Be Blood. Classic method actor. Oh, yeah. Um, 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 uh, oh, I can't remember. Daniel T. Lewis. Daniel T. Yes. Lewis would be so <laughs> proud. He'd be like, of, of course, I would. Have done mushrooms as well. Uh, Absolutely. If I was for this role. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so a few of us went out, you know, and we, we again we did it responsibly, you know. I think we were at the beach. Mm -hmm. um, I took a little bit, and it was just so great, and and I, it really it it really hit home for me that I really enjoyed that, you know, uh, coming away from sort of more of an acid uh, a, a psychedelic trip yeah. versus a. Um, a shroom trip it, it felt it just felt more not i mean it is more natural but it, you know I, I really felt grounded in nature when i did it yeah. and i i felt it very um uh cartoony and and, and laughy and joy enjoyable where you know sometimes the acid trips can get a little bit deep yeah. and you know a little bit philosophical and so um it was great and and you know i would do i did shrooms you know a few times here and there between now and then and i mean to be honest me and my buddies, we, I, I think I might've told you this before, but um, I, I'm in Vancouver right now. And, you know, we have tons of outdoor activities to do. And we mm -hmm. go on our annual, we've done it for five years. We do our annual canoe trip and we microdose and it's about a six hour day long canoe trip. And it's so fun. You're not, you'll feel too bogged down with it or too overwhelmed. Yeah. And it's just a little bit at a time and things are just animated and breathing. And it's just so fun. Wow. So that fun. sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, mushrooms in nature are a pretty solid, uh, a pretty yeah. solid combo. I'm actually, yeah. it's, a, it's a really interesting, it's, you brought something up that, um, 
you were saying that acid is more philosophical for you and it sounds like mushrooms were more uh, cartoony and fun and one with nature. Can you just unpack a little bit more about what the differences are to you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, like I said, you know, being visual, I, I definitely get the tracers and the kaleidoscopes and the, you know, on acid. I, yeah. I get all of that, you yes. know? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's it's sort of what Timothy Leary said in, in the psychedelic experience. It's about the doors that are opening. Mm -hmm. And I got, you know, being religious, it made me question a lot of a lot of things and also losing my mom, you know, it made yeah. me question a lot of things and it just opened up those sorts of doors that you, you it just made you think um, outside yeah. of, you know, your consciousness. And that, I think that's the doors that he was talking about opening that you might be ready or you might not be. And to me, I was, because I find it changed. I don't want to say it changed my beliefs, but it, it, my beliefs were always there in my subconscious mm -hmm. and I just never knew what they were. Yeah. until I did acid and I was able to come out of that, you know, question what's beyond, what yeah. is, what's our purpose? Where are we? Who are we? Yeah. And so that's more of like that philosophical yes. trip for me. Yes. Yes. And yeah. And, and on shrooms, it's just more of a, let's have fun. Let's get mm -hmm. in with nature. Let's watch those trees breathe. Let's just have funny conversations. And, and let's like, for me, I know everybody makes fun of me every time, but when I'm on shrooms I, I don't know why this is but everybody is everybody's an animal basically oh my god I, I love that so okay can so you, I, go so on. like I, so like you like personify in it, a person yeah like I'll look at somebody and instantly I know they're animal and I it's something that only happens when I'm well I guess I could probably if I thought about it a lot I could probably do it when I'm not on shroom a shroom trip what's my but animal every time I'm on a shroom <laughs> <laughs> right. let's go Wade I need one. So, I mean, I'll tell you, yours is a lemur. It's a total lemur. What's a lemur? A lemur is just an adorable little, look it up. It's so, there's, there, it just, and, and you'll see it and you'll get it. You will just get it. I'm going to take a selfie with a lemur and be like, do you guys see it? <laughs> do you see the comparison? <laughs> but it's funny and everybody makes fun of me. And I just, I instantly have someone associated with, a an animal which i guess is again the fun like animated yeah. cartoony part of 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 shrooms for me so it's not let me tell you i was at a party one time and it's um and somebody there i looked and i was like oh my god he's a snake he has to leave the party or i have to leave the party oh, he's no. literally a snake and i can't deal with it anymore. oh my god what if he was a snake of wisdom maybe i just couldn't go there yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like or you know like a snake like that guy's gotta go <laughs> It's all how you perceive, right? It's all your perception. Yeah, like, what are you, yeah, totally. Are you a garden snake or yeah. are you a boa constrictor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah, are you a cobra <laughs> here or what's going on? You know, it's really interesting to hear, um, this is why, again, like psychedelics are so unique to people because um, I think existential questions come up with psychedelics, period. I mean, it just, it's baked into when you're having such a, otherworldly mystical experience it's it's hard not to ask questions and like you exactly like you were saying if you don't want to ask those questions if you're not looking to shake shit up yep. i can understand why a psychedelic is probably not for you um yep. but for me like personally like with a with acid it definitely, I mean, it's still like my mind is definitely moving, moving, moving. It's not as emotional for me, I think. 
it's very cool looking in terms of like, like you're saying, the kaleidoscopes and sacred geometry and, and the, the visual aspect of yeah. acid is definitely much, much more of a show in my, in my opinion. It's definitely like, whoa, uh, not that mushrooms aren't, but just different. Like it it yeah. like morphs and moves and it, it like things morph as opposed to just like, just random shit. Just <laughs> random. Exactly. Yeah, that can yeah, happen yeah, with yeah. acid, but, um. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to hear. I love asking through line questions like that because just to show people that there is not a one size fits all when it comes to right. any psychedelic experience because totally, everybody's yeah. experience is different. Well, you know, it's funny because one of the last times I did acid, it was, um, you know, I just I was like, oh, I'm just not totally wanting to do it. But I'm like, yes, I kind of feel like I need it. So I only did a half a tab. Yeah. And, you know, that should be a, it, I, I knew because I'd done it a few times. I knew that this is how long it probably should be lasting. And yeah. it lasted for almost double the time. Ooh. So it really made me um, uncomfortable. Yes. And it just was like, you know what? I think I'm going to just do away with that now, you know, because it yeah. was just making me, I just wasn't having a good time yeah. at all. And I was in my head. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that is most definitely the time. And, and with acid too, acid's not created equally. Neither are mushrooms, yeah. you know, there's obviously more psychedelic mushrooms than, uh, than, than others, but acid for sure is, um, different it just is the matches yeah. are very very different well so. you know one thing that um that was in his in timothy leary's book i'm gonna just keep like i guess no please please keep talking about it and and for for oh well i'll give it i'll give a history lesson on him later but but he <laughs> isn't he was a very influential person during the 1960s for those watching and listening and he's kind of responsible for that the hippie revolution the reason why lsd which was going which which was going under its own psychedelic renaissance before it got, you know, the war against drugs and the propaganda. I mean, there was yeah, amazing yeah. science about psychedelics. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Timothy Leary was a little bit more of that rebel, if you will. And he basically yeah. was like, bastard for everybody. And, yeah. you know, I, I know it, it hurt the research at the time, but honestly, if it wasn't for that, would this have ever been picked back up. It would have just been buried and done. Like the fact that there was enough people who understood this experience and knew what it was doing and could have the resurgence it's having now, you know, it's, it's one of those things I always say, like no accidents. I, I totally agree. Right. It's, it was just like, it, yeah, I, huge, huge part of that movement. Yeah. Um, but he, he, he did uh, kind of skim over um, Alaska actually, which I've, you know, I've never done. I don't know if you've done that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I I have, yeah, I was. Um, um, is the very short is the response. This is probably the reason that I am here today doing this podcast. It set me on my tra new trajectory in life. It just started. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and then and then well, mushrooms more recre not recreation, but um, more often. And um, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I've done research on that, and you know, I I, I hear that it you know it does have. Um, it does help with certain, you know, like addiction and, and rehabilitation and, yeah. and mentally and physically. Yeah. And so I always thought that I, I know that it's just like a, you know, put on your seatbelt and go with it. Yeah. Um, but I always thought that maybe that could be some sort of therapy that I could use, you know, going through such a, you know, cause I was diagnosed with PTSD after my mother died and, and, um, and I, and I always heard that that couldn't possibly help it, but I've also, I'm just scared, you know, scared yeah. to do it. And so around like probably 25, 26, um, I did dabble a little bit in, in 
I guess it was ecstasy then, but it's more of Molly now. It's more of like it's the original. a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. still both around, but yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, every once in a while, just because, you know, my I have to be careful with my serotonin and all of that stuff, you know, um, but but every once in a while, I'll still do a little bit of just, just all pure Molly. And, um, and I, I've read that they say that that's, they're finding out that helps with a, a lot of PTSD too. And um, I just have to be careful with it. You know, I can't do too much, just a little bit to kind of like, yeah, sure. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, ecstasy also and, and Molly um, also changed my life, to be honest. I consider it very much medicine. Of course it needs to, uh, people, um, not like anybody would like anything would need to be safe with it. But, um, yeah, yeah, for me, it it was incredible and it's actually ecstasy or MDMA, the pure, the pure molecule Mm -hmm. that, um, is, is actually the reason why we're kind of in this psychedelic Renaissance. It's, it's not mushrooms or anything else. First, it was maps started researching exactly what you're saying ecstasy for PTSD and it's getting breakthrough status right now from the FDA because it's such a heart opener as we know you're everything you're in love music sounds good you just love everybody around you that builds trust it lowers those barriers and and what they're doing with uh, what they're doing with ecstasy and PTSD in clinical trials is they're really, you know, through, it's not just like here, here, have a good time and you feel good. It's actually then going to the root of what the PTSD is and yeah. uncovering the deep roots in this state where you're more receptive, where your body is not just like putting up the a natural guard to a yes. traumatic time. And that's why it uh, has been so effective. So I, your instinct I'm- is what it's been helping many that have been in your you just you just nailed it it's like you know when you when you when you go through some sort of traumatic or you lose somebody really you know you you instantly you build that wall up and you submit it you put another coat of cement on it and it's hard right and i feel like exploring um you know molly a little bit it it did it helped me take those layers down a bit and be and get to the root of it and I, i do think that it's helped me um, with my PTSD for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I think at some point. I mean, I you know, I know, especially in Canada, it's it's uh, more available. Like there is definitely they're doing a lot of very cool things, like very if targeted. If you if there was ever something that you want to do, very like uh, uh, targeted sessions where um, mm-hmm. they are you're kind of focusing on maybe some of the things that is too hard to focus on unless you are like in this kind of heart opening state where you can, you can go there. Wow. That, well, I mean, I just, I just read in the news um, or I just saw something in the news. I try to avoid the news, but I, I did see something last week about Portland um, or, or Oregon. They're, yeah. they're doing like, there's a lot going on with, with even like cocaine and, and, mm-hmm. um, and shrooms and all that. It's, it's very exciting to, to yeah. see. I am personally. Yeah. In Oregon, it's, I just they've it's not only the the decriminalization of um, mushrooms and other things like that but I think of pretty much all drugs that are there under a certain amount and I mean personally for me I don't think somebody should just like re ruining somebody's life or some guy with like a gram of cocaine he does he's an overall like nice guy and whatever <laughs> and and like the idea like even like even with some of the harder stuff I don't I don't know that anybody um is like, oh, thank God, heroin is is legal now. Like I've always, I've been waiting for it to be legalized so I can get in there. Like, right? Probably not. It, it, they probably need help. 
you know, yeah. if they're at that stage. But just to like ruin someone's life, he's not, he's not hurting anybody. He's hurting. He's hurting. Yeah. He's not hurting anyone. And I think that's just, there just needs to be a little bit more empathy around the whole thing. I, I, I can't. I and we'll look, we'll watch, you know, none of us are experts. We'll watch what happens in Oregon, but I can't imagine everybody's yeah. going to run out for crack just because it's available or just because you can't yeah. go to jail for it. I don't think anybody was not doing crack uh, because yeah. of the legalities around it, you know? Totally agree. Yeah. I just can't see that happening. So how would you describe your experiences? I know you just had a canoe trip with your friends and obviously you started tripping at 16, 17. How has your tripping experiences changed? So when I was younger, I had more of a, um, and this is just for me personally, not for everybody, but um, speaking for me, there was a just sort of this willingness to be more open and go and do. And as I got older, I feel like there was more of a resistance to sort of lose control and be, um, to let go a little more. Yeah. It was just a little bit harder as yeah. you get older. So for me, when, when I do the, like I said, when I, if I ever do mushrooms now as an adult, like I said, I'm 41, if I ever do them, I make sure to do the right dose. I do a little bit. I micro mm -hmm. because, you know, I've had some really weird times as an adult that really screwed the experience up. Um, Can you, would you and, uh, be willing to talk about it? Because I want to make sure on this podcast that I'm being very fair to both sides. I don't want this to be like, this is the greatest thing. And, and <laughs> not people not hearing some of those more difficult experiences. Absolutely. I mean, I can do like a quick nutshell, nutshell, nutshell version of yeah. it. It's, um, it actually has some, some humor in it as well, but okay, for me, great. what my takeaways, which I'll, you know, it's, yeah. So I moved, so I, I moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia mm -hmm. around like 2005 to finish my degree and my master's. And, um, around 2008, um, if anybody doesn't know Halifax, is the East coast of Canada. Um, and, um, in 2008, so, so in Halifax, there's a huge common area. They call it the commons. And it's just mm -hmm. a, a big field with a bunch of softball, you know, um, fields in it. And, and it's just one big open field space. And usually some concerts would come through. Well, in 2008, Paul McCartney played. Wow. You're back to the Beatles. Back to the Beatles. Like, <laughs> it's all full circle, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah. And so I met some of my best friends those few years that I was there and studying. And they just so happened to have a condo him and his girlfriend had a condo overlooking the commons wow so we're thinking okay well the tickets are really pricey well this is a free concert for us and we get a bird's eye view so Damn. It's uh, absolutely so you know we get everything ready of course we're gonna do some shrooms and listen to paul mccartney so we yeah. watch the sun go down the intro act comes on it's great all and we're sitting on the patio and around I don't know, the end of the intro act, um, I started feeling things and I looked down, I'm sitting down and I've got my legs sort of like on my side and I look down and one of my legs at the kneecaps just goes up, over, up, over and back down. And I'm like, oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, your, your leg I, just, totally. okay, I'm like, I'm either, I either just broke my legs just sitting here or I am tripping balls. Holy already. shit. I don't think I've ever tripped that hard where my legs were just not doing things that they weren't it doing. It <laughs> was weird and I had never either. And so I ended up, moral of the story, I took too much. So so Paul McCartney came on, I could hear him. My friends wanted to go down and get close to the fences and I tried to go and I panicked. I had an anxiety attack, I had to come back up. So we were listening to it from the patio and I was inside and I 
basically built a fort in the middle of the den um, in with their comforter. And I wouldn't let anybody in, but I could hear Paul McCartney, but I couldn't see him. And I would just, I would just randomly have somebody like pass me a water and they'd be like, Hey, are you okay? I'm like, yep. Just give me the water. I'm fine. Good. Oh yep. my God. That sucks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm. But you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you feel comfortable. It's like, it, it, it felt very, very, womb-ish you know like yes, I need, I need my fort. Fort. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, remi- this reminds me of how like just on mushrooms in general I just always have this childlike wonder is the best way to describe it and I'm always just everything is so new and like little little <laughs> things are just so exciting to me and it reminds me of in the same way you can have like childlike wonder you can also have like childlike fear <laughs> like here you have a fort you're like you can't get me with a fort like this right and what it, and, and what am i hiding from i'm hiding from paul mccartney playing right. his music <laughs> who got who ironically got you into psychedelics he's like it's time wade it's time right to, it's I time know. to give it up <laughs> so ridiculous and you know but there, there but leading up to that was a great experience it's just it kind of hit me all at once and i realized oh god i did too much and you know i mean like, like up leading to it was funny because we were they, they had just bought this huge yam that they were going to have for dinner the next day. And for some reason, it ended up on on like the patio with us. And we made up a huge story. And that's the thing about shrooms. You know, you just have like, you make backstories with everything. Like, totally. like, well, this yam, we named it. He had a monocle. He had he was sassy. And that yam, they kept, they couldn't throw away or eat the yam. And it just rotted in their kitchen for like two oh weeks because they didn't know what to do with it. Like, Dude. I can't eat Mr. Mr. Potato or whatever his name was. That is so funny. I do that all the time with my friends. We'll just like personify shit. And we're like, it's now like a, a whole life of its own that it probably it never agreed to this life, but it now has one. I love that your yam has got like a family of four. <laughs> but so but funny. to be honest, I mean, so that was sort of my bad story, but it was an okay. But at that point, when I started realizing I took too much, it was just a bit overwhelming. And so since that time, that was sort of my, what do they call it? Like a ego death. It's like a, and I'd never felt that. And it was, and so it it kind of spiraled for me, like, oh, this doesn't feel normal. And this is, you know, and then, and you know, when you're having a bad trip on on anything, it's just kind of like your anxiety goes through the roof. And 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 sometimes for someone who suffers from anxiety, it's hard to get out of that. And so, you know, everything's amplified. So, you know, when I I did too much and I was like, well, let's just say I was glad that the next day happened and I was fine and everything was good. But, you know, I, I, my takeaway from that was know your dosage. Yeah. No, you know, just be, be aware. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we did, I think we, we steamed tea, and then we did like a piece of pizza and we had it, you know, we had a shroom tea, we had shroom pizza and it was just like, I didn't realize how much I was doing, which was such a, such a huge, like one oh one mistake for me. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's all part of the learning lessons. And obviously it was time for you to more be more on your microdose journey anyway, and kind of know where to, where you're landing. I was going to say, uh, you know, going through an ego death is just a very, uh, scary experience or can be for people and especially if you've never experienced anything like that and you've never taken a dosage like that and and that was not at all what you were intending you know I think sometimes where people or if you're going to go in into more of a ceremony um or you're going to Joshua Tree or something and you know you're taking a lot to just get weird like at least you know I think you were also caught in expectation of having done it before and all of this stuff and then all of a sudden like it is not what you expected and have you had any 
you know, I know there's the difficult journeys. Have you had any like just funny or like weird experiences? I have like, like just whether it was out or, you know, or actually maybe not out. I don't know. It sounds like you've been more social in your psychedelic experiences. Like, is there any kind of like funny moments that you can remember? Yeah, actually. So um, it was probably when I was 17, probably a, a junior or a senior in high school. And my, my, one of my best friends, he was like 15, he was like a couple of years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our parents were really good friends. We always did everything together. And he's still one of my closest friends. And um, we had, so growing up in Alabama, we always had a beach house on the uh, the northern coast of Florida in Panama City Beach. Oh, um, how nice. Um, so, yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, when people live sort of like up here, you go, they, they have cottages. Well, down there, it's just, you know, a four-hour drive and we would yeah, go to our yeah, beach yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we all went down with our families, you know, both parents and us, and, um, we were out, um, well, our, our parents were like, Hey, so tomorrow we're going to go out into the outlets and we're going to shop all day. And we're like, Oh God. And we looked at each other and we're like, you know what that means? We're going to drop some acid and yeah. play in the pool all day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really fun. Not going to lie. <laughs> right and, and the pool like overlooked you could walk down to the beach so it was like we could like oh this is perfect we'll go to the beach we'll come back to the pool and we'll just have like all day and we don't have to worry about anything and so get up 9 30 10 they're like okay see a peace out we're like bam two two so you know i don't know a good 45 minutes to an hour we're starting to go okay this is good who walks around the corner in their bathing suit both of our parents they no. decided not to go shopping at the outlets <laughs> oh my goodness i am so sorry so we were like mortified i just remember that look on both of I me. Mean, our eyes were you could see the whites around our eyes and we were just like holy shit so we're like well, we're just gonna like make our way down to the beach because they were at the pool so you know we were like what do we do so we were just kind of like in and out like kind of weird we got over the weirdness and you know, like one hour turned into like, I guess like six hours. And we were wait, and he was like, um, we should probably like go up because I don't know if we look weird. And I'm, and he's like, I'm, I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, well, you've been drawing in the sand for probably about four hours. And you, I had this, I, look, I had this like mural all the way down the I beach. Mean, just, he's just an artistic kid. That's it. I, there's nothing worse than having to pretend like you're normal when you are tripping. That is that is actually part of like the whole set and setting because that's usually, thankfully it didn't sound like it ended too bad, but that's usually how your trip could, if you have to, right? if you well, suddenly have something like oh that happen, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> well, thank God we had each other and we're like, okay, well, finally they're like, well, we're going out to eat. I mean, it, we, it just continues on. I mean, we did a full tab, right? This yeah. is a good like 10 to, 10 to 11, yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. We're not hungry at all, but we tag along. I don't know where we were, some Italian restaurant. I remember there was spaghetti, and I remember that there was a chicken Caesar salad. And I think both of us, in like together combined, probably ate one piece of lettuce the entire oh, meal. <laughs> we're is, just like carving our one piece of lettuce. Like <laughs> that is so funny. They're probably like, uh, "Are they on a diet? What is happening here?" We're watching our weight tonight. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> this one piece of lettuce is going to tip the scale. So. <laughs> So that's a pretty, that was, that I will never, and I actually, it's funny. Um, I, I told my, my best, my friend that I was doing this and he was like, oh, you got to tell that story. Cause he's still, he, it's like, that's one of both of our like takeaways from that, from that sort of era. It was like, oh yeah, the acid. Yeah. <laughs> that is, how old were you again? Oh God. I was probably, I was 17 and he was probably six, 15, 16. You yeah. know what, of, like all the ages, I'm sure like 
<clears throat> like you were saying, like we all get our heads when we get older and, and, and it's hard. Like I'm sure at that age, you're probably like, well, if there's a time for this to happen, it is 17 or like, uh-oh. Okay, right. well, gonna, we should uh, probably like ditch our parents sooner, immediately, if not sooner. Right, but immediately would be best. <laughs> immediately, immediately would be better than sooner, for sure. Um, I feel like that's the most, I want to just kind of put this to you. If there was anything that you could say to someone uh, that is very fixed about psychedelics or has never experienced psychedelics, is there anything that you would describe it as or say to them that let me reframe this question. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about, Kat? I totally lost my There's one. There's one for the blooper reel right there. <laughs> so like, I'm just gonna keep this in the edit. Everyone's like, are you gonna get to the point? I'm like, I'm not sure. Nope. I've been tripping nope. all day. <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Um do you have any just closing words? I guess is the best way I would say it. I think that people should um, should throw away or, or just just to- toss away their their preconceived notions of what um, of what th- things in general are. But especially, I mean, this is about psychedelics. But you know, in an overall <laughs> um, aspect, yeah. just a lot of things, those preconceived notions of things in the world. But especially with this, it's you know, um, just because you maybe wanting to experiment on a certain drug doesn't mean certain, you know, certain things about you as a character. And also, um, you know, for anyone that's listening that wants to do it and is using this as sort of an educational tool, which I love that you're doing this, by the way, and making, you know, more of a a social awareness about this. It's so great. But I would just tell people to do their part and, and, and before you just dive into things, research it. And there's so much knowledge. There's so many books. There's so many book on tapes. There's so many podcasts. I mean, well, actually, this is the only podcast for this, but um, it's- Well, there's, there, there's, there's a- other ones that <laughs> talk about it for sure. Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus, thank you to those two gentlemen and probably many others that have paved the way. But yes, this is very specific about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's just a lot of educational tools out there to to just embark on that you should just do your part, do your part. And and be then do it safe yeah 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 um we of course say this and uh there's definitely not an encouragement or recommendation to do it but we are in a changing world and like i say in my intro um using this as just a resource at the end of the day to make your own decisions and to do exactly what you were saying which is challenge your preconceived notions and your stereotypes of what has persisted. I, what I love about all the guests that have been on my podcast are that they're just from different walks of life, different life experiences. They don't look so like cool. a stereotypical hippie. I maybe, maybe you would yep. like at 16 or 17 with your <laughs> VW wagon, but, or bus, but, um, <laughs> You know, just just uh, having more of an open mind doesn't mean that any this is not like go run out and do it, but just an open mindedness around um, understanding it more and yeah. um, being willing to listen. And yep. um, I've had such a blast talking to you today. I've had 
so fun too. It's just so fun. Number one, to, to be a part of such a great project that you're working on. I just have so much, uh, just positive energy around this project. And, yeah. and two, just for me personally, it was kind of in a selfish way. It was great to like dig up these stories and have yeah. a laugh and, yeah. and remember where my journey came from. It was really cool. Yeah. So I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you oh, for having me on. It's thank awesome. you. You fucking crushed it, Wade. You're crushing Hell my yeah. branding too. Y'all like that shit? It's fucking cute, right? <laughs> colors. All right. Bam. Anyway. Mic drop. Yeah. Mic drop. Colors, I'm out. Colors. Colors. All right. As every, as everyone. Oh my god, cat. Like get it to. Thank God it's the end. People are like, all right, wrap. Where's the hook? Anyway, as always, everyone. Trip on. This.